Hello, everybody. Oh, I gotta unmute you, Mark. I do that almost every time, I think. All right, say hi to me. Hi. There he is. I don't want to now. <laughs> well, welcome to uh, Cold Ones, episode 19. That's I'm almost uh, 20. It's almost 20. I don't know if we're going to make it to 20 after tonight's episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of nervous right now. Uh, mostly because... And we've said this before, that we have no topics. But this yeah. time, like, usually when we say that, we kind of, like, might have an idea of something. But I have literally no topics tonight. And I don't think you have any either. So I have no idea what we're going to talk no. about. Also, did you just curl your hair in the five seconds before we started? Because it looks, no. like, three times curlier than when we started. Well, my hair was up, remember? But you put it down... I don't know. It's no, like it's like that. extra curly, especially. I know. I really was not planning for this, <laughs> and it's a little more than I expected. It looks like you just like ran to the bathroom and got a curling iron real quick. It does. Wow. Yeah, that's a mess. No, I had it up for hours. Like I, you know, took a shower. It was wet. I didn't think about it, so I just put it up, and I forgot. <laughs> well, it looks great. <laughs> So this is what you get it looks great i like it um <laughs> dude i look like a poodle so once again we're all over the internet tonight but we added youtube this week because last week we couldn't because some 24 hour i don't know we had to wait for something but we're on youtube as well so we're on youtube brime twitch facebook and then the final will be uploaded it'll be removed from everything i think i'm gonna leave it for like a day or two this time i, I removed yeah. it right away last time yeah but i'll leave it for like a day or two and then, um, uh, and then it'll be uploaded on on our website breakoutmusic.tv. What's going on, Ice? Yeah, it's been a week already. I know hey, it hey, it flew by so fast, and uh, that's why I don't have any topics because I I didn't realize it was Friday <laughs> already. But dude, the comments help. I, I, they do help a little bit. Oh, hi, Spider. How you doing? Ice and Spider. Yes. Man, all kinds of cool people in I here. I know they're they're great. They're my buddies. Um. Dude, I kind of hate doing this this multi-stream thing though, because <laughs> because dude, it's like starting a freaking spaceship now. I gotta I gotta go to all these <laughs> different websites and get like the stream keys and and click because you have to on YouTube, you have to like have a separate live thing. And then Facebook, you have to start the stream and then click go live separately after it's starting to feed there. And then I have to, I have like I have all the different chats up from the different websites, so I just got like. 15 windows on my screen and it, it's kind of driving me crazy <laughs> but, but i i miss the good old uh, one website one comment board yeah but, you know we do what we we do what we can we got to try to and all you had to deal with was like three views yeah i know it was it was nice now we got to deal with four it's it's tough yeah. we've literally doubled and we did we probably did um anyway so welcome everybody to cold ones episode 19 um you told me you got something specially drinking tonight so what do you have what do you got well i had to hide it earlier because that's not officially what i was drinking oh well yeah i had mine too but i, I put the label in even though okay. you could see what it is yeah my where's waldo can because you know I, I always do label out obviously oh yeah. but i have to do label in for this part since we've never gone out of order i think out of all 19 episodes we've seriously done it me and then you I don't know that we've ever done it the other way. Oh well, that's not what I'm drinking. That's my that was my pre. No, I know. No, no, I know. 
I mean, I showed mine too, but like it's the actual beer we're drinking. Come to think, small little side note. I don't think I think I've always gone first. Well, yeah, I always ask you first. I haven't showed mine yet. This is this was my. No, I know that. I'm, oh, you're just like, you're just pointing it out. Okay, I thought you're saying like, I thought you're saying we did it backwards today. Like that's not my. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. So, <laughs> I said he got a strawberry freeze from Taco Bell. We getting lit over here. <laughs> I'm glad you have something cold with you. No one said it had to be an alcoholic drink. It just has to be a cold drink. Well, Tyler on episode two. Yeah, have yeah, you're doing better than our, our singer. We had him. We had him. I don't know if it's a guest appearance because he's in the band, but he was on one episode and he came with a, with a hot coffee. It was a hot drink. Oh, I thought it was Perrier. No, he had, he was drinking a coffee. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, my cold one. <laughs> Crushed ice and water. That is a cold one as well. Oh my god. No, I'm just kidding. This oh, I was about one. to say, are you, are you just gonna drink that? No, we'll get there. You just see it a jar, and they're all just empty. <laughs> Uh, so I've got, okay, so I went to the, uh, so, okay, so I was in Burbank the other day to drop off my amp at the Amp Doctor, because um, we got a couple shows coming on. Because we were rocking on. so hard last rehearsal, we you blew the amp so out. Hard yeah. That the tubes just said, I can't do this anymore, guys. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, so I went, uh, our shows are coming up, and we can talk about that a little later or whatever, but, um, so I really needed my amp to work. Right. Uh, so I took it in, um, and and actually, a little side note: um, this is the longest intro ever. But Hold I on. got there. I got an echo. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I I got there and dropped off my amp, and I was like, "Hey, how about how long do you think? How long's your backup? Or like, you know, how far back are you? Because I couldn't even walk in this dude, like, which I would not expect a vintage tube amp store in Burbank to be just loaded with customers. But oh I yeah, couldn't even walk. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Store. There's always like these tiny little guitar amp shops that you've never heard of and they look like this little beaten down building and you go inside and they're just packed with gear. It's like, I never even heard of this place. I thought there'd be oh, nobody yeah. here, but somehow they thrive. I mean, everyone needs yeah. everyone needs their uh, amps fixed every once in a while, but you'd expect usually you go to like a guitar center or whatever, but yeah that's no, this cool dude was packed up i couldn't even walk in there all the way there were amps all over the floor and stuff like that and he was like all right so yeah i've been telling everyone three weeks but honestly it's closer to four and i was like okay and he was like do you have like a backup amp you can use in the meantime i was like yeah it's battery powered and it's about five watts <laughs> your little pocket amp <laughs> yeah and uh the one i carry on yeah on an airplane i was like i don't think that's gonna you know i was like but i i said but i can figure it out i was like you know you're backed up you tell me i'll i'll, I'll make it work and he's like well i've been telling everyone three it's probably gonna be four he was like but um do you what's your show coming up i said it'll be the 24th and it's about three weeks and he goes okay let me write it down he's like i will make sure to get it to you by that friday or whatever so nice so that's pretty cool that's cool um, anyway so i was in burbank and I was going back up Buena Vista to go up to the five to get, come back home. And I passed by one of my old accounts I used to have called Brews and Blues. And I remember they had so much stuff and something I'll bring out later. Is that opposed so to I, Rock and Brews? Yeah. <laughs> Brews and Blues. Yeah. I think so I might have been there before. That sounds familiar. And I was looking for something different. And now everything's IPA and craft and this and all that. So I found one that's 
look the most normal. I got great white beer. Oh. And, and I'm guessing that's not tied to the band, is it? The band Great White? This dang thing. You can't even see. I can't. Oh, uh, there you go. Geez. I can see it from there. You okay. just got to hold it to the side and not in front of your face. <laughs> okay. Anyways, great white beer. Uh, I really got to get a new camera. You do. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. It's it's not IPA. It's like a kind of like a Belgian. And you've never wine. tried it before? No. Nice. Well, I've well, got... So uh, after my giant rant. Yeah. Well, so I last after last week's episode... You might have noticed I was drinking bottles. Yeah. Which I still have a few left. That's what I'm drinking. This is, this is my pre-show beer. I'm just finishing it off. Okay. Uh, I, so I live up in the mountains, as you know. And I went... The only place that has Miller Lite 30 packs up here is, even out is the one grocery store down the street. Yeah, I have like a, a liquor store, but they only have up to 18 packs. And then at least with Miller, I think they probably have 30 packs of butter, whatever. And then uh, that's all I know of up here. There, there might be a couple other places. There's like some liquor stores that has like a three pack of cans or whatever. But anyway, so I was like, I'm, I'm going to get a 30 pack because I knew I was going to your house that weekend. Mm. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to go get ready for the weekend. So I went to the grocery store, went to the beer aisle and the Miller Lite section was completely empty lo and behold when i got there and i was like i need this for the whole weekend and dude miller lights taking off man people it's selling out everywhere it? it's selling out <laughs> no i honestly i i don't know what's happening miller light stuff is yeah really taking off. oh yeah i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what's happening i think i don't know man i think this covid thing they just kind of are getting lazy because remember, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago, I was telling you how, like, the restaurants up here, like, they haven't delivered and, they're, like, we don't serve it anymore because they're, yeah, they're not yeah. coming up here. And I don't know if if it's the same with the grocery store. I don't know if they're just not delivering or it's actually selling really well for whatever reason for Fourth of July, maybe. But they had no 30 packs. All they had there, aside from, like, a three pack of uh, tall boys, was uh, a 12 pack of bottles. Wow. So that's why I had bottles last week. I'm just finishing them off now. But uh, what I have this week, so after after cold ones on Friday, I came to your place on Saturday morning or whatever time it was. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah, it was because we did. Oh, I guess we could talk about what we did last weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, Including the dart game. That was fun. Oh, yeah. We, oh, that was fun. We I want to do that next time, but we have to do that before we start drinking like i mean we'll probably be drinking throughout the day but like before well, we start yeah, like, like yeah yeah because at that like, point so yeah already, at, like, yeah at that point it was already nighttime and we we're just like we've been drinking for a while so because i, I want to like make a full game out of it we only played it for a second but anyway um we should also make some rules where you don't just go straight for it you have to like do something and to be able to aim for it yeah we'll make some rules we'll make it some gets rules anyway We'll get to that in a little bit, but, uh, so, well, I guess I'll skip ahead a little bit cause I got to get to what I'm drinking before, uh, we start talking about that. But so I was going to your place and if you remember when we were going to rehearsal and you said I was in front of you and then I got, I showed up after you, you're like, how did it get here before oh, you? Yeah. Cause you're, it's cause I stopped by Ralph's 
because <laughs> I had to pick up a 30 pack. Really? Yeah, I had to pick up a 30 pack because uh, they didn't have any up here. So I went to Ralph's, got a 30 pack. Oh, you did. That's right. I did. I brought it with me. And, well, I just I put them in my my case because I didn't know who was working there, and I thought it might look weird if I bring like a whole thirty pack to a two hour practice. So oh, it threw me off because yeah, you yeah you didn't have anything. Oh, Emily wants me to say hi to her on stream. Hi, Emily. And uh, I guess she's trying to. I guess last week she was trying to talk to me and didn't realize I can't hear her on the phone. Oh. So <laughs> Spider says hi. Also, hi, Emily. <laughs> everyone say hi to emily and uh but anyway so i got a 30 pack so i, I got my cans okay you're back to normal yeah. i only have 15 though because we drank 15 of, the, of them over the weekend but is... you drank 15 of them no the no because you you left, i didn't know you left budweiser to become a miller boy oh that's right mm -hmm. <laughs> i thought you were seriously gonna say i drank some of yours no i don't think you had any of them no I made sure not to this time because you so, call me out on it. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get mad that you drink my beer. I get happy. I know. It's. <laughs> I'm like, weird. mama. Yeah. When you have like a full fridge of just full of Budweiser and Bud Light, and you, and I see a white can come out, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know what he wants. Dude, I'm, I'm halfway through my last free beer from. Bud oh Light. no. I almost didn't want to open it. It and they 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 upped it because it was my last day, and they were like, like I said last week, was like pick any case of any beer in the entire warehouse. You know, we have one twelve pack that costs ninety dollars, and I didn't pick Jesus. it. Jesus. Yeah, I picked. What's in there? Budweiser Bourbon County. It's like it's this beer they come out with like once a year, and the only people who can get it delivered are like the top certain liquor stores you have to sell x amount of dollars per year yeah. like and these are the places that just crank beer like but it's like 20 dollars for a bottle and it's it's a 12 ounce bottle it's not like a big bottle. jesus 12 ounce bottle of beer is like 25 30 bucks but nope i picked a 30 pack of budweiser so they got that <laughs> they have the bud light platinums and you just pick the yeah good old I, I get why though, because we talked about it. Like, I get mm -hmm. it. It's it's yeah, kind it's, of like your last good butt, because that, that's like the main beer for you. It's like, oh yeah. It's like yeah, oh, you yeah. can pick anything, but when you get the the last one, it's kind of a sentimental thing. It's like I gotta go with just yep. the, the classic. I mean, I can go to the store and get platinum, which I should for. Oh, we've never done platinum for cold ones. I think we might have. Maybe we maybe we haven't. Wow, nineteen. No, you episodes. know what? We haven't because because the whole thing was me trying new beers and I've I've had that one before. Yeah, we see how well that's going. <laughs> it it worked for like five episodes until we stopped doing it, and then we came back and then we I had red stripe. <laughs> that's the only new right, beer I've well, had since we returned. Okay, so I, I know it's way early in the episode, but I will forget later. Episode it's better to say it now, we always forget. Yeah, so here's a nice round number. Episode 20, Bud Light Platinum. Bud Light Platinum. All right. All right, people. All four of y'all listening. All four of y'all. Platinum. If you, want to, uh, if you want to drink along with us or try something new, maybe you haven't had it before. Bud Light Platinum, the best Anheuser-Busch no. product you could buy in the market. I think you're right, actually. I love Bud Light Platinums. 
They're uh, good. Uh, so, oh, I guess we can try it. How was your Miller Lite? You know, it tasted good. It, it's, had a nice it's a little confusing drinking a can and a bottle at the same time, but uh, I'm, I'm liking it. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Nice. Well, you heard it here first, guys. The official review, great white oh. beer. It's not bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> Lost Coast Brewery. Okay. Okay. A distinctly American version of the Belgian-style wheat white beer, which is, okay. I can, yeah, it's not quite as belgium as, like, <laughs> as belgium Garden. Have, have you ever had Who Garden? Have I? What do you think? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind. You're asking the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got on this beer then. <laughs> all right. Well, it's not bad. So, it's not bad. Okay. Yeah. I guess we could get into the weekend then. Um, so, last weekend after. Great halftime show. Great. Wait, what? <laughs> there was a halftime show? The weekend. Never mind. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> get out of get out of my show. Get out of town. Uh it's like it's like way too early in the episode to be pulling out stupid jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh oh, so we did cold ones last Friday and then uh I went Oh, that's right. That's right. Are you okay? I'm on board. I'm on board. I got it. So our singer, uh Mr. Tyler Heath in case you're unfamiliar, has a multitude of other projects outside of our band because our band is not fulfilling enough for anybody <laughs> to be a part of <laughs> or listen to. So uh, he's working on his second country album. He's probably going to come out with his, his second country album before we come out with our second album. He's probably going to do his farewell like yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have his farewell album before our second album's out. Yeah. But uh, he's working on his second country album. And uh, me and, and Mark are playing on a, a couple songs, special guest appearances, you might want to call them. And uh, so I had a a full six-hour studio session for him. Yeah. Uh, so we went there, and that was actually, it was actually nice. I haven't really played too much drums recently. I haven't had a lot of time. And uh, I practiced a little bit before our Texas shows. And then we played the Texas shows, which we talked about that in one of the past episodes, which one of them was not great. And then we've had one writing session. Oh, no, that wasn't even before. We did that on Sunday. Or sat no, after on Saturday after the studio. So, yeah, yeah after Texas, oh, we, had, we hadn't played at all. So uh, it was nice. Yeah. Like, I just sat down on the drums and... It was it was three songs I never really heard before. He sent them to me like the night before. And I listened to them once or twice, but I didn't really know them. So it was pretty much just like we were in the studio and just trying different things and I was just pretty much just playing drums for six hours straight and uh I liked it, to be honest. I mean some people are like, Oh my god, that's exhausting but like for me it was it was good to be back <laughs> behind well, the usually, kit. I, and it was funny because once we got to the rehearsal studio I, I remember because normally we we warm up with like an older song, and I remember turning to you and be like, because we just immediately went into this new riff and this new idea or whatever. But then I kind of stopped and backed off. I was like, oh wait, 
it's like I looked at you. I was like, you want to like warm up with something? And he just kind of gave me this look, like, <laughs> like where have you been for the last six hours? Yeah, I'm I, warm. Yeah, I, I pretty much. I was pretty much like I've I've warmed up for six for the last six hours. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool though. Like uh, it was a different style because his solo stuff. The one at least this project is is country. So mm-hmm. I used a piccolo snare, and uh, I tuned it nice and high because I knew Mark would like it that way. Because mm-hmm. you know, in country, for me, I like I like a a low thumpy snare. Like typically, I have I bought the, uh, the a snare with bass on it. Yeah, I bought the the eight inch snare, yeah. the uh, the Tommy Lee snare. Best compliment of my life. I, I brought it to a show. And and the sound guy's like, oh, you brought your own tom with you? I'm like, actually, <laughs> that is my snare drum. But thank you. <laughs> you. You brought your own tom. That was funny. And what was really funny about that too is like, who just brings one rack tom with them? I know. I was it's like, like, it's like, yes, yeah. I'm gonna use your whole house kit, but I have to use this one rack tom. That <laughs> <laughs> was kind of funny. But anyway, no, my my, my snare drum is about this thick. And uh, I, t- I tune it pretty low. I, I let go. I, I tune it until the, the lug nuts are are loose where you can like finger screw it. And then I'll just give it one a half a turn. And then and kind of go from there. Because I, I like it low and I like it thumpy. And, Dude, uh, but you have no rebound whatsoever. Like, I don't need it. I, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I don't need it. I don't need it. I remember when we were doing that Prince show. It's like there's certain parts where you have to do not diddles but you have to do buzzes and like i remember i was just like there's it instead of it goes <laughs> you gotta you gotta learn how to buzz on it man i learned how to buzz you have to diddle extremely extremely fast there's like no buzz to it whatsoever because it's it just thumps just <laughs> i'm like, getting i'm getting a little uh a little more experimental with this one though or this second album i'm gonna i, I might tune it up a little bit but but anyway so uh th- this solo stuff or uh tyler's thing it was, it was country and usually country snares are like really snappy and poppy mm-hmm. and then you know like with the brushes and which we, i didn't have brushes so i was just trying to think like how to kind of get that vibe but on a regular snare so i'm like well i'm gonna tune this up a lot i don't know why i'm crying right now I guess it's I just, I, I just get drum, I get emotional buddy. thinking about these songs. <laughs> my snare drum. Yeah, my snare drum. I love it so much. Um, so I was like, oh, Mark's gonna love this because you weren't there yet until uh, when we were getting set up and all that stuff. Because he had he had like a a pearl snare, which I think was I don't know if it was a, a regular size. It looked a little bit bigger, but. He had that, and then he had the piccolo snares. Like, which one do you want to use? And I was like, I think the piccolo is going to work better for this one. And I kind of, like, tuned them both up a little bit and kind of messed with them. And I was like, I, I kind of like the piccolo sound. And um, so, yeah, I got there, and Mark seemed to like it. It was very, very high for him. And it was it was cool, though. Like, we just I was just sitting in there and kind of just we did a few takes where I just played what I felt and then we kind of messed around with it and tried some different things and different fills and stuff and, uh, had a solid six hour session. And then after that, we went to the rehearsal studio and worked on some new leather duchess material and we, we wrote a whole new song on accident on accident in about an hour and a half. And we're, and we're going to play the song at our next show, which is in two (laughs) weeks. 
<laughs> like there's some, there's some songs we've been working on for months that we still haven't played yet that we're not yeah, that we're not going to play at this yeah. show but the one we worked on last weekend we're going to play at our next show it, it just came together so so quick it was nice I remember, and and for the first time ever an experience like this which was really cool like yeah like musically we can come up with the song on the spot sometimes not all the time but sometimes things like this like open fire and stuff like that but like i remember for a minute while we were working on cert, uh, like a certain little section of it tyler was off in the corner like doing his phone thing and i thought it was his i thought it was his normal just phone thing right mm -hmm. but then we were like well do you think you can have some lyrics by this weekend done because he was still uh doing the melodies and stuff like that but like the na na na's and stuff like that um filling in the blanks yeah we're and i remember asking like do you think you can have these lyrics done by the show maybe we can play it and all that he's like oh no that's I, i'm almost done <laughs> like whoa yeah yeah that was pretty that was pretty cool and what's cool about this one too is how fast it came together it's it's not like a super basic song either I mean, it, it, it's not like super intricate either, but like, like open fire we wrote in one session, but that one's like, it's kind of, that's, it's like an ACDC a, song. Like the drums are super yeah. simple. There's like four chords in the whole song. Yeah. Anybody could write. That. And then like a cool solo, whatever. Yeah. Like anyone could write that in a, in a couple hours, but yeah. this one actually like there's riffs to it. There, we have some cool changes and we kind of mess with like different ideas and I'm sure the more we play it, it'll, it'll still evolve a little bit, but, uh, for the yeah. most part, it's all together, and yeah, we're gonna play it at our next show, and uh, I guess see how it sounds and how it goes over with the crowd, which it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. Like, never even tested the. Yeah, just nothing. Like we, we just heard this song. Yeah, we've literally played it all the way through, like maybe four times. Yeah, because we we played it throughout the session, like part by part, and working on stuff. And then we recorded a demo like twice and then just played it all the way through to see it, make sure to remember the parts. But what I like, and maybe I'm like just making myself go nuts by doing this, but every time we make a new recording, like it, and by recording, I mean like phone in the middle of the room getting yeah. sound. And now, nowadays, phones are so good, you actually can hear what we're playing. Um, but like anytime, anytime we do a new one of those, I like, for the next two, three weeks, I listen to it like every single day to see if anything comes to mind. Cause you know, sometimes you'll listen to a live recording of yourself and oh, yeah. you hear it so much. You're like, eventually you get to where you start hearing what could be here and what could be here. Mm -hmm. at, first, at first you just hear. I even do that. Is. I even do that on the studio recordings. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's like, it's a certain thing. You like listen to it so much. I think that's the best way of writing. It takes longer, but we're a band that takes forever just to do anything. Yeah. Uh, so like, but it, it works out. Cause like right now, like you were saying earlier, we don't know what this song is going to evolve into, but it's at least stage ready for right now. But I can still like, there's certain times you listen to it and you're like, I can see it going here or here or here. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm a little worried about. So, Oh, and also, Colton wasn't there, so our bass player hasn't even heard this song yet. But... Oh, yeah, hey, Colton, if you're watching, we got a new song. <laughs> yeah, we'll, sh we'll show you next weekend. Hopefully, you'll be there. <laughs> during uh, sound check, no? Yeah, during sound check. Just, like, play the A and then play the E. Yeah. I I'm a little worried about this recording session. So we we're 
we're looking at recording. Um, we, we pretty much just today has planned kind of our, our schedule, and we're gonna have a few weekends of of hard rehearsal slash writing and solidifying some songs, and then we're gonna actually start recording the album at the end of August. Yeah, and uh, hopefully have it out soon ish. I don't know. Definitely by the end of the year. That's the we'll, goal. We'll try to we'll try to push this. One We're going for a Christmas, re- a holiday release. Oh yeah! So you can give it to all your Santa friends Claus and family for Christmas. You. But I, I'm a little worried about this one because for the first album, most of the songs we've been playing for so long, we had time to play them live and and mm-hmm. hear them and adjust different things and change things and and because even like listening to some of our first demo recordings to what came out on the album it's, it's completely oh, yeah. different oh yeah but for this and, one and brown is a different song oh yeah well yeah but that one we <laughs> specifically said we need to fix this and change yeah. some stuff but yeah yeah i mean that's one of like the newest ones though that we ended up recording yeah but um even when we play it still feels new it does new do hoodoo i think was new-do the brown. was the name new do uh, brown. brown but um like on this one, they're all still pretty new and fresh, and we've only played one of them live so far, right? Just just mm-hmm. uh, white leather, and uh, I don't know because I I feel like we haven't played any of them live yet. We're only gonna play a couple of them live before we start recording, and they're all so new and fresh in my head that we didn't have that time to like play them so much and get to know them and and figure out what parts to change and i don't know what's going to happen in the studio and i'm kind of worried we're going to record it and then like a year or two down the line just be like it would have been so much better if we did this yeah well like uh it kind of gets in the territory of those bands where uh like you know aerosmith has never played not i mean we're nobody but i'm just saying like uh you know aerosmith's never played trip hopping that's such a good they've, song. They've, they've never played it live. And it's like... That's because everyone hates head, that album. Yeah. But in your head, like, even earlier albums for other bands and stuff, like Kiss never played Flaming Youth or some of those songs off Destroyer. Destroyer was their biggest album at that time. And half those songs they didn't even play live. And But it, you're kind of thinking, like, how? Like, those were your current songs. Like, how did you not play them? But all their their albums before that, they need to play this song. They need to play that song. So they don't have time for those other ones. And this is the first show ever where I've actually struggled with this set list. Like I actually genuinely struggled with this because like I texted you all today, I was like, normally I don't text you guys too much about it because it's like, we all pretty much agree after. You know, yeah. Mark, Mark has executive control <laughs> over the set list. Like usually, usually it's not a group decision. He he just sends <laughs> us. He's like, "This is what we're playing." We're like, I guess, I guess. Uh, all right, but whatever you say. Even as a kid, I used to like, you know, dumb kid things you do in your free time. Like, well, this isn't a normal dumb kid thing, but like, definitely a weird kid. But like, you know, <laughs> I would take my favorite band, like Motley Crue or Kiss or something, and I would just like, okay, if I were in their position, what would I make the set list? And why would I make this song here instead of there? Not just like my favorite songs. I'd be like, okay, well, you have to play this one. And I'd be like nine or 10 years old. And I'd be like, well, you have to play this one after this one. Cause this and that. And that. Like, no. <laughs> See, like, I, I used to think about stuff like, I mean, I still do sometimes, but I, I used to think about stuff like that, but I never went as in depth as you do. 
because you you went so far as as to like blueprinting like stage production or stage setups <laughs> and like what's gonna happen during this song like i think sometimes like what would be a cool intro idea and like i yeah. kind of have in my head like whatever would happen like some raising platform and like fire or whatever and then just kind of and that was that used to kind of be how i would write songs back like in high school is mm. i would specifically think of the live show i wouldn't think at all about like making an album or thinking of radio play i'd specifically think of the live show and be like okay what would be a cool intro and kind of try to think of just something that because you know so, there's some songs where it's like they're good songs but you, it just doesn't feel like an intro song yeah which like even for us we usually only play with like one or two songs to open the show and they just switch yeah yeah and so like i'd start with that and then just think like that way and that's kind of how i would write but you, you as a kid took it to a whole nother level which i think is pretty awesome though and uh i think that's why we just we just let you do it because that's your thing <laughs> i mean well, even I... even all the stage designs like i'm i super want i so badly want a really cool stage design and like i like the stuff Actually, you do but but i know if we ever get to that point 90 percent of it's just going to be on you like we're just going to let you do it i, I don't think tyler's going to care at all he's just going to trust you completely and be like whatever you put out there and just me being me i'm gonna want to be a part of it but i'll probably oh, let you do like oh but you're gonna have like i i know the way you think and you're gonna have like, you would have like you know these crazy ideas where it would take a second be like can we do that yeah oh, yeah i'll yeah, have some ideas i think it's going to be similar to to like when we when we do the recording like i do most of the editing and mixing and all that mm -hmm. stuff but you're there just kind of like hovering and you mm -hmm. like every once in a while kind of chime in what with it, an idea what or whatever i feel like it would be like the reverse of that doing yeah, our yeah. stage setups like you'd have the whole picture and i'd kind of be like what about this what about this and then you'd kind of just yeah, be like yeah. like we can make it work we just do this and that yeah and I, I was also the psycho that was like that young it's everyone everyone had tony hawk pro skater right all those games tony hawk pro skater underground 2 yes so everyone had, all or was it the games. first one? I it know where you're going one. with this. It was the first, it was the first one. one. Okay. So yeah. like everyone had those games and everyone played those games and it was cool and stuff. And yeah, you could build your own park. No one really cared too much about that, but I did. I thought that was the best feature of the whole thing because I could just waste hours out of the day building stages. Yeah. Not even your own park. No, it had nothing to do with skating. Yeah. Cause it, in the first Tony Hawk underground, for anyone mm -hmm. not familiar, you could there. I think it's the very last level, or mm -hmm. it's like a secret level or whatever it is. But you you get this level where Kiss you get like a Kiss stage and Kiss is like playing on the stage like in the background, yeah. and then you could uh, you unlock on the stage. Yeah, you could that. you could unlock some characters and stuff. And then after you finish that level, you unlock like all the pieces to that level, so you could build your own park. Yeah, dude, I used to spend. <laughs> I mean, I've lost so many hours so, of my life. That's so funny, though. Instead of actually, like, I hardly ever skate. I beat the game. Like, yeah. I did what you got to do. Beat well, the game I, th I think I you have. I think you have to beat the game to get that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew that's the only way I could go there. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, because they had the the build a skate park mode, but uh -huh. instead of actually building a skate park, you're just literally just building a stage. Dude, I would build the backstage so areas. You can put buses back there. Like, <laughs> 
It was nuts. And, and I, even so much, I put bleachers from the front row all the way back. And wasn't that the first game where you could where you could actually like get off your board and walk around? Uh huh. Yeah. So, yep, yep. tell me the truth here. Oh God. How, how many how many times did you build a whole stage? And then get off your board and have like the kiss thing going, and then you just kind of like slowly walk onto the stage, like you're okay, a lot. Yeah, okay, <laughs> and a lot. I you probably spent more time off your board than on your board. Yeah, that thing. definitely. The only reason I would ever get on the board is when the stage was too big and you had to get to the other side. Really. <laughs> just <to> run. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, but um, hey, some of those designs are really cool. And hey, you know what? As a kid, I did a bigger version of our Hoodoo Brown stage. Hey, Mark, do you still have that memory card with all those stages saved? I hope so. I, if I you I'm if sure you I, do, actually, you know what? I think I do. If you do, we have to do a cold ones where we look at at your stages on Tony Hawk. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm, yeah. I think I still have them somewhere. I'm guessing it's in Oklahoma somewhere. Have your mom ship yeah. ship you the memory card and the game if it's over there. Yeah. And I have the game. Okay, we'll have your mom ship you the memory card. Yeah. And then um, uh we'll do we'll do a cold ones just looking over all your excuse me. All oh. your uh yeah, that just came. <laughs> we'll do a cold ones looking at all your your Tony Hawk stages. Yeah, that would be hilarious. I dude, I like when we went and shot, I know I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, but whenever we shot, please do. Hoodoo, when we shot the, yeah, <laughs> when we shot the Hoodoo Brown video, um, I remember like it was the most awesome thing for me. Like the guys who came in with the stage, the pieces, and you know they were gonna set it up and everything, and I remember them coming up to me and it's like, hey, you know let's just go over the stage design and how you want it. And all that. I mean, it is small, but like there were still a lot of pieces they had to put together and everything, yeah. and the staircases and all that. So they wanted to make sure everything was right. And they come over to me and, and I had on the graph paper and all that, I had drawn out the stage exactly the way I wanted it. Like the depth, the length, yeah, everything. And eventually they were like, okay, cool. And they set it all up. And I remember being way in the back of the room looking at the whole thing put together and i remember having the paper in my hand and looking up and back at the paper i was like this is identical it's so cool yeah like yeah that that's a good example too like uh for that for that music video shoot you did that whole thing yourself like mm -hmm. you found the at least the, the like the stage stuff like you found the people who, who you wanted to use that like you you specifically you drew it out like you said on the graph paper and then you looked up places online that had the pieces you wanted whatever you're the one that booked them and then when they got there like you you're the only one that talked to them like we helped them carry some stuff up but you're the yeah. only one that talked to them and like had them set it up the way you wanted like that the way the stage is set up in that video shoot was all you like me and tyler didn't say anything about it <laughs> Like you're you're the one that said you wanted the the drums in a certain spot and like how much room behind it and in front of it and where the stairs are, and uh, 
I gotta admit, even though it was a small production, that was like a dream come true to be able to like see the drawing with all the dimensions. Because I, I had all the dimensions written and everything. The hell's that? <laughs> Someone sh- oh, it's fire- that? fireworks. I hope. That's right. It's Fourth of July. Oh, that's right. Well, um, I, I wasn't sure until I heard the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey what's up Maj? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's asking if you're getting shot at that's what I wasn't <laughs> sure about either I was like are you getting shot out out there but then I heard the whistle so I was like oh, okay it's fireworks yeah oh but um, yeah that was cool I, I hope we can uh, I hope we can do a bigger set uh, in the we're future. definitely going to do more in the future um, I mean we'll do, we'll do some uh, I, I think it's it's about time we book another one of our own shows again like at a theater or something yeah oh yeah especially once we get all of our our stage stuff that we've been working on we we didn't talk about last week you have you got your new uh your new guitar holder back there yeah do you want is it easy to move do you want to move that up and, and kind of show it off show us what you got maybe Let me see. it's on wheels right yeah i don't it's all reversed okay <laughs> get, get us a venue in indiana you know what? We'd be down if if we could get some type of pay to at least cover like some of the flight costs. We'd totally go. It doesn't have to be too much. Oh, this thing is another dream come true. This is freaking. Awesome. So what? What was? What's the company and what's the thing called? So G O M C Case. Not a sponsor, but you know, it's, it's nice to a uh, to show support. Yeah. Okay, now y'all get to see my basketball shorts. Heck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, GOMC cases, um, they do, like, guitar walls and all kinds of cool stuff like that. And I've been looking for one of these, like, you know, forever. Like, a, you know, one that works for what you do. And uh, Headlining? I said he's going to get us a headlining gig at Ruoff Home Mortgage Center. <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down for that. If they have customers, we'll go. Yeah. Um, so we always run into issues, of course, like, you know, we want to play this song, but it's in this tuning. We want to mm-hmm. play this song, but it's this and that and that and that. And, like, whenever we play, like, multiple song sets of, or tuning sets, I have to bring multiple guitars. And, and carrying around, like, three guitar cases and putting them on the side of the stage, it's just annoying and it's not good. So finally, you know, I bought an extra Marshall stack. So we've got two Marshall stacks. We've got your drum riser. We've got the big old huge drum set. And we're like, okay, we're officially getting into trailer right now. Like yeah. That, that mode. So I was like, you know what? If we're already going that far, let me get a guitar ball. So it is awesome. It's just like whenever you want. And you got the bass, the bass size, bass guitar yeah, size. So I had to uh, get the bass one because the Firebird is extremely long even though it's it's the lightest one (laughs) it's the lightest one for sure um but yeah i i had to get the base one just so it clears this and and it was awesome they they work with they worked with me like um you know because i asked them i was like you know is there any way i can get lights in it and they said yeah we we can do whatever you want you know and uh so i put i had them put lights in it we got to we got to DMX those lights to our show. Yeah, 
And then I even asked, I, um, is there, because it's not even supposed to be powered, you know? And uh, I had them put underneath, there's a, a power strip underneath. So I actually have a charger going up the side and out here where I can charge my wireless units inside of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, and, and that's not even anything they offered, but I was like, hey, is there any way you guys can do this? And they said, yeah, absolutely. So th those lights, that has to be plugged into something? Yeah, so it's just um, they, they added, and it's so cool, they added a plug right here. Move, move your chair over. Yeah, there you go. So this is, um, yeah, it's like a like when your amp has that replaceable plug. Yeah. So this just pops off. So it, it, there's not a cord hanging out of here. Nice. Um, it's just it's just the coolest thing ever. I love this thing so much, and I cannot wait. That's cool. I can't wait to start annoying the clubs and bringing in a giant guitar vault. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to start annoying the clubs, bringing in freaking custom-built drum riser. Yeah. <laughs> I just I gotta finish I gotta finish that up yeah so we're working on so you got that which is cool we're working on a I don't know if we announced what you're working on so I'm not gonna say it but you got something special with with your uh mm. your your stacks that you're working on yeah I just gotta which, get which is gonna be cool and then so I have my my drum riser that we made a video on on our Instagram a while back uh we slowed production on that after we booked the, the Texas tour. So I haven't finished it yet. Cause I was going to finish it. You want to talk about that real quick? Which one? Mine. Oh yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Mark. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Oh, I said it's the big concert hall in Indiana. Silly name. Oh, well dude, I don't know if you're serious or not, but if you get us a show there, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely play there. That'd be cool. It is kind of a stupid name, but <laughs> it, it just sounds like we're playing at a, at like a real estate office building or something. But um, yeah, so, so I had that drum riser I was working on that I pretty much made myself. I just looked up some videos on YouTube and stuff, and uh, it's easy to, to transport, easy to put together. It's really quick. I was going to finish it within like a, two or three weeks, but then um, like the week after, maybe two weeks after I started putting it together we got the offer for the texas show so we put a lot of money into that and flying out there and all that stuff so it kind of put a hold on that but um also then the next couple shows we're going to be playing the stage isn't big enough to hold it anyway because uh it's kind of i mean my my drum kit already is kind of a wide kit because i use the double kicks and I have two floor toms and all that stuff but uh with the riser it's it's takes up a lot of space so we got to have the right size stage but um i have some ideas of how i want to finish it up and hopefully i can finish it up sometime soon at least before we play a stage that's big enough to use it but uh we got that and then we got something we're working on for tyler to do some uh to do some costume changes or i don't know if you want to call them costumes but some outfit changes during the shows um they changed the name of the center to basically whoever wants to spend the most money. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Whoever, uh, whoever wants to, we got some venues out here in LA too that change their name every couple months to whoever wants to. I guess, I don't. Do they sponsor it? Or do they actually own it? I don't know how that works. 
I, I think these places like buy it out and just like have their name on the front. But uh, yeah, we're working a lot on on, or at least during like the COVID time, we've been kind of planning and working a lot on writing, and then working a lot on trying to improve our stage show and come out with a with a punch and a bang, I guess. So it's it's coming together. We didn't get to finish as as soon as we would have liked to, but it's it's all coming together. Like we just showed you, Mark got his thing. And um, I'm hopefully gonna be able to finish my stuff soon. I don't know because we're also got some we got some finances coming up with the uh, studio recordings, and then we have some s special guests that we're gonna have on the album. I don't know if we've announced any of them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spill the beans on that, but we, we've got some some cool. So, I don't know if you want to call them celebrities, but we got some cool special guests that are going to be on this album. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that too. We have at least one guitar player, one singer, and one drummer. I don't. Maybe we'll get a bass player. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a cool album. We've we've never even thought about doing anything like that before, but it just kind of happened because yeah, Tyler Tyler already had his own connection with. I don't think he's. I think he just kind of. I think he's even uh, writing. He's helping write some stuff. I know he he Tyler's guy helped him write some stuff on his country album. And then uh, I think he said he's gonna maybe write some stuff for this one too, and then maybe sing like a verse or a chorus on a couple songs or whatever. And then Mark got a guy, and uh, that kind of inspired me. I was like, well, Tyler has yeah. a guy, and Mark has a guy. I need a guy. So I went out and I found myself a guy. <laughs> I went out and got a guy. I, yeah, I got a guy. I got a guy guy and his name is Guy. And uh, so yeah, we, we definitely got that. And then uh, we might have to just be like, hey, Colton, everyone else has a dude. You got to find yourself. A, you got to find We're yourself someone to play guys. on. Yeah. I thought it would be a brilliant idea to have them all play on the same song without telling them they're all playing on the song. And it would just be like a super group song that none yeah. of us play on. Yeah, just like, all right, just on our gonna, album. Like we're definitely gonna start charging y'all some more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. It's just like, I, it's like you get one shot at it. So I'm like, oh, this song would be great. No, this song would be great. No, wait, actually, this one would be great. Yeah. But I, and that's I, that's I, another thing that's stressful too is is because uh, these people don't necessarily live around us and they're not coming to uh yeah they're not coming to the studio that we're recording at to record their parts so they're gonna if have would have announced an la date he would like he actually that would have been cool would've... yeah i guess but... we just gotta postpone no i'm just kidding <laughs> we postponed long enough um yeah so they're all basically doing remote they're gonna record in either their home studio or whatever else whatever situation they have yeah. and then send us their stuff but that's another stressful thing about not having the songs as together as the first album is is trying to figure out what they're going to play on and then what parts we want them to play but like whatever we send them pretty much that part has to be that part has to be a solid like we can't change it basically after we send it yeah in. oh yeah yeah that's it dude we're getting we're getting raided right now hmm? by a puppet and bot kendrick we got people coming in we got, dude. Thanks for the raid. We're just doing a little, little talky talky, and what are we talking about? We're talking about music, and we're talking about drinking a little bit. 
What are y'all drinking? Welcome Ooh. in, everybody. What are y'all drinking? Mark's drinking a brand new beer. He's got uh, some great white. He's got some great white beer. Which I don't. I'm like. drinking. The camera goes backwards. Good old, good old oh. classic Miller. It goes backwards for you, but not for me. Oh. <laughs> are you brothers? Are you both male models? Um, <laughs> we should be male models. We do a lot of photo shoots, but not because <laughs> not because we're models. And not my choice. And no, we're, yeah, that's true too. We're not, we're not brothers. We are uh, in a band together. This is, this is a weekly podcast or I don't know. Is it called, is it a podcast? I guess maybe. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. I mean, when we started it, it was just us hanging out. So I guess yeah. it's technically a podcast. Uh, yeah, Ice, that's a Brime raid. Um, yeah, this is a thing we do weekly. It's just, so he, I'm a drummer. He's a guitar player. We're in a band together and it's not always necessarily about music. That's just kind of what we're talking about right now. But uh, we just hang out. He's kind of my drinking buddy. So we just we hang out and talk a lot while we drink. And we just decided after COVID started, we used to do this over Skype. And we're like, let's just uh, broadcast it so people could hear the stupid stuff we talk about and all, all our nonsense. And uh, here we are. We're on episode 19 because we took a long break. But we're back. And I love it. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> back in the saddle uh, yeah and uh, sometimes you know we don't always have a topic but it, it works out which music type it's it's hard rock um the vocals are kind of aggressive it's not for everybody but if, if you're into like the axel rose kind of like aggressive slightly screechy style you might like it um our band's called leather duchess if you're interested in checking it out but uh, yeah, we're just talking. What were we talking about? Oh, we're working on our second album right now, and just today, I think, I think, we might have officially booked our uh, our studio time to start recording it. We we got the dates reserved. I, I don't know if we if we got the budget, <laughs> but we got we got the dates reserved. So that's what's going on. Yeah, um, I owe you. Yeah, I we're gonna try it. That's what we did last time. We never and we never paid. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that crosses that uh, comes up in the the old brain. That that was part of the reason I was just like I I, I didn't because it was great to do it there, but I was also like I, I don't know. know I don't know if I want to do it there because first of all I haven't talked to him in like three and a half years. No. And second of all, even though he he said like we didn't have to pay him anything last time, I was just like I wanted to, and, and he was I'm doing sure us he, such a huge favor, and I was like, I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't take it, but at least, you know, like, yeah, at least try something. Yeah, we didn't even give him an album or anything. We didn't give him anything. We just if we have an extra vinyls, we should give him. One. I love that this is live, and we're just talking about <laughs> how terrible people we how are. How terrible we are. But this time we're we're definitely paying. And if we have any extra vinyls, if we don't, I have two, so I'll give them one of mine. But I think we should we should give them at least a vinyl, and uh, from our first album. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I was just like, I know it would be great to play to do it there again, but I was like, I haven't talked to this guy in a while. I just gotta hit him up and be like, hey, can we record here? And uh, but I, I we got it booked, and uh, we just gotta figure out the details and all that stuff but uh i'm excited though i'm glad too. it's been too long what was our what was our first album released like 2018 
2018, June 23rd, 2018. It, it doesn't feel that bad because we just released the vinyl not too long ago. So it kind of, yeah, it, it feels like it just came out, but the actual like initial release was way too long. Yeah, dude, it's, we have this weird thing about everything takes an extremely long time. And, uh, this album, like, well, like you were saying earlier, like it feels weird that we have, we had those songs written for a long time and we'd been playing them for a few years by that point. Um, but, uh, you know, now it, it's the same thing that they always say with all these bands that so you have your entire life to write your first record, but the second one you're on a time clock. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that time clock is for us, but like more so than the first record. <laughs> well, well, that's kind of true though. Like, cause we're, w when we came out with our first album, there wasn't a lot of, um, there wasn't a lot of push behind it. Like we, we did the record release party, which was cool. Yeah. And we sold a few of them, but after that, like not much happened. No. Until, uh, the music video kind of, kind of helped push it. Which was way later. Yeah, that was like a year later, wasn't it? Or maybe at more? Least, I don't know. At least. But um not a, not a lot happened, so I think that we kind of just didn't feel that pressure to be like we got to come out with the next album. But I think yeah. now now with the vinyls and that whole thing that like there's a lot of attention towards our first album yeah. again and uh people are all talking about like we're looking forward to your next album. It's like we probably should get that out soon before everyone forgets who we are <laughs> and uh, so that's what we're doing we're pushing and uh so we're gonna start recording it at the end of august and then definitely at the latest it, it, we want it to be out by the end of the year but hopefully even before that yeah i mean obviously the it'd be great like at the beginning of that fall winter or whatever would be great um it just which it helps that this this time we're gonna take more of a a live approach or like a more simplified way yeah yeah well the, so the thing for me is we did the first album and we did it like typical studio style where like we started with the scratch tracks and then after that we recorded the drum takes and then we recorded the guitar takes and then the vocals, we did bass last because we didn't have a bass player at the time and just kind of like comped it together. And it was cool and it worked, but I I just feel like it didn't have the same feel and the same energy that the songs have when we play them live. And just f for me, I I really get the inspiration from watching the, uh, the Aerosmith videos and like the when they're filming uh, honking on Bobo and all that stuff, when it's like the recording, they're all playing at the same time. And it's, mm -hmm. and it's one of the best sounding records. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Cause like, even before I saw those videos and knew they did it that way, like that was always one of my favorite Aerosmith albums, even though it's all covers, but like, I just, I love the way it sounds. I love the feel of it. And it just really, it really speaks to me, I guess. And so especially after I seen that, I was I always really wanted to try doing an album that way. And so I'm hoping if we do this album that way, we can kind of capture the that same energy that I, hope so, I, yeah. I feel like the song should have at least. 
Yeah. Because I, I think some of them sound sound good on the recording, but some of them I feel like just didn't really come through with the way I hoped. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of like, it kind of reminds me of like Kiss's first three records where it's like, like they didn't capture what they sounded like live. Like it took them until Kiss Alive to break. Because, but yet it's the same songs off the first records. Yeah. Like, you know, but those first records, they didn't sell hardly anything. Well, you know what captured it is the... <sighs> the, the yeah. Fan sound, the fan sounds. But, like, those first three records, they're, to me, even, like, as much as I love those records, it doesn't do it quite justice, you know what I mean? Like, um, and they say that, too. But, I don't know, I just feel like we maybe I'm on stage and it's loud and it's all the energy or whatever, but it feels different. It's not, the- it's not just that because when I watch back some of our live recordings, even like some of the ones we haven't released or that we just have whatever, or like cell phone videos, there's a different feel to the songs. I mean, there obviously, there obviously is a completely different feel when you're actually on stage and at the show, but like I think, I I like the uh, the altar of love on our whiskey video better than I do on the CD. I'd I'd rather watch I'd rather watch the whiskey one that's on our YouTube page. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd rather listen to that even though it's like it's a little faster, and because you know usually live we play everything fast because you're adrenaline and whatever, but it's a little faster and. Tyler screwed up the second verse, but but like just just like as a whole, like I I feel like I I like that one, and it came through a lot better than it did on the CD. And yeah. even even maybe one one or two of the other songs too. But I mean, that's the one that mostly sticks out to me. But I don't think it's just us being on stage and feeling the energy, because obviously that's a different component. But yeah, just the the live feel and just us playing it together as opposed to the whole studio thing and having it all mixed separately and whatever it is. Yeah. That song really just did not come through on the CD, at least for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, and my thing is like, maybe because I'm in the band, it feels different. Like than listening to someone else's record, you know what I mean? And that's obviously probably just could because I was there during recording. And I, I don't know if that sounds crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just maybe because your mind's just so invested in the details of it. That could have to do with the whole mastering thing, though. Too. I don't know. Could be a could be a lot of stuff. <laughs> Much talent. Wow, bring in different vibes, even with a double bass drum. Any more songs from YouTube? Unless we're working on it, great stuff. Um. Oh, did you look up our YouTube stuff? Uh. Yeah, we had. If you looked up the music video, which I'm guessing, because that one has the double bass drum, we have a full, um, a full whiskey show on our YouTube, and then also if you just look up Leather Dutch's band, I think our f- whole first album is on. It's uploaded somewhere. We have we have like the vinyl version, and then we we have the CD version, which is a different mix. Um. What's on the first album? Like 12 songs, I think? Or 13 songs? Mm, 13, I think. Well, it's like 12 songs and the acoustic... We have like an intro and an acoustic outro. So I guess technically 
11 songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bad Boy Hoodoo Brown was... That's the only music video we have right now. Um, so I don't know if you guys if you guys heard us talk about it because he came in a little bit later, but um, we're going to hit the recording studio in at the end of August, and then we have a new music video we'll be working on after that session once we get the... Uh, we, the tracks down for one of our songs and hopefully for this album we can get more than just one music video because <laughs> the last album was supposed to have two or three but it it didn't happen and then covid and all that kind of screwed stuff up too but uh remember we even worked on the wander yes i do by dion in the yeah. belmont yeah that would have been cool that would have been cool, but I think we butchered it by like speeding it up and doing all that. Yeah, we were still trying to figure it out, and then now left, and we just kind of dropped it. But um, I we might still do a music video for one or two songs on the first album, but I know it's like we're, it's we're we want to. I mean, we we've, we've been kind of talking about an idea for mating call and gunslinger, but uh, we definitely also we got to focus on the second album though. Yeah. I think it's it's been a long time on Gunslinger. I think people are tired of it just as we're getting tired of it. Um, but these new songs, it's cool, dude. I've, like today, I, this brand new song, I even thought of a cool music video idea. You know, like, it's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because we had like a whole concept idea for Gunslinger, but that one would be kind of expensive, probably. Yeah. And then and you're going to have to hire... Uh, background actors yeah it's hard to get to get the whole thing together when we're working on the second album we have like other stuff we got to focus on so i don't know if it's gonna happen but maybe yeah maybe maybe uh in 20 years we'll do the 20 year anniversary gunslinger and finally come out with a video (laughs) (laughs) uh someone said i'm so jelly i'm (laughs) i'm old you have all the the lush hair how how'd your band form um the short version because we did a whole episode on this before if you want to watch any of the past episodes shameless plug here check out breakoutmusic.tv and we got all the all the uh, past cold ones episodes free to it's free to sign up and you can watch all the episodes but the short version uh basically uh this guy guitar player and our singer who's not here currently uh moved here from oklahoma they saw me at a show recruited me and uh we kind of just started playing together because we just clicked really well and that was that (laughs) i said they're actual gods that's that's true too that's that's how we formed we're all gods we decided to come down to earth and grace you all with our with our Yeah, we wanted to grace you all with our screaming tones of <laughs> loud noises. And out-of-tune guitar. It only sounds good in in godly places. Not down here. In our... Oh, jeez. It, it, it's, uh, it's very good whenever you get trays full of PBR 16-ouncers at a Vegas show all to yourself. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just see. retelling that story today. <laughs> when you steal everyone's beer from a God tier guitar player taught himself. Well, honestly, we, we haven't had too much lessons in any of our music. We are 
for the most part self-taught. There's a few uh, a few here and there pointers, I guess. Mark went to guitar school for like three months and then dropped out. I didn't. That that uh, that was awful. I didn't. I didn't retain a single. This website for bringing online music players to come together. That's kind of the idea. We. It's it's starting off kind of slow. We were trying to get different bands to ha- kind of have shows like this, or just. I'm gonna go whatever. refill. Go ahead. I'll explain the website while you're gone. Uh, we're trying we're trying to get different bands and musicians to uh, kind of have their own shows on there, not just our show, and uh, whatever the heck they want to do. You know, if if they want to have a talk show like this, or if they want to have like a game show, or they want to just have like a music review, whatever it is. And then we also had an interview show that we kind of tried doing but it's uh, we haven't heard back from many bands about it so we only do it every once in a while but uh we're trying to get other people involved but it's a new thing we're uh working on it anyone that's interested though like you're welcome to contact us and we could get you on here as well um this is just something we we started doing on facebook and then we kind of had this idea for the website and kind of moved it over there and uh yeah we're we're basically just trying to get a little rock community going because i feel like rock is not where it should be unfortunately or at least not yeah at least not where we want it to be so the famous bands like we say every time we talk about the website it's like that's the whole point is like you know yeah you have your blabber mouth and this and that and that but like it's all well-established famous bands like they're fine yeah yeah that was a big thing too is is Every anytime you try to look up like anything about rock bands, it's all about the huge bands that have like millions and millions of followers. So we we thought of this idea to come up with this website to try to help the smaller bands that don't have those followers and and promote them and and book shows with them and even pay these bands to play like shows and festivals and stuff. But see, at the same time, that was kind of where we bit us or shot ourselves in the foot because most people don't know these bands and don't care about these bands. So it's hard to really build a following around only talking about them because no one really cares right now because they don't know who they are. So we're trying, we just thought we'd try something new, you know, it's, uh, whatever happens, happens. But like I said, me and Mark kind of just started doing this on Skype when COVID happened. And just cause we couldn't hang out. Cause we used to hang out pretty much every weekend. Like we just, he'd come over to my place or I'd go to his place and we'd drink every weekend and just like talk about random stuff like we are now and just like watch videos and movies and stuff. And, uh, and we just chat, but after COVID happened, just cause we didn't know like how bad it was, how serious it was and whatever. So we kind of stopped hanging out a little bit, but we'd Skype every night and just kind of do the same thing, but just over Skype. And then, so one day after a few weeks, we're like, why don't we just freaking uh, post it on our Facebook page? Cause we don't do anything on Facebook anymore. Yeah. And now it's kind of where it's at now where we're streaming on like 15 different websites. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to click all this crap. And, yeah. And then we made our own website trying to kind of bring it back together. Uh, we're using discord now. I, I felt like it was a little easier. Skype is kind of a pain and, and there's like, we did it at first. Yeah. We did Skype for the first, like, 10 episodes i think but it was kind of a pain all over the place but uh discord's way better for sure and uh yeah zoom zoom is horrible we did an interview the other day on zoom which the interview was cool but zoom was just not great 
I feel like that's even worse than Skype, to be honest. Zoom? Apparently, apparently that. isn't that what we did the uh, the, the interview on the other day with, with Chris Plain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, because we did that, and he was talking about there's like a 45-minute limit, something like we had to stop soon. But also it was just like, I don't know. I didn't like it. It was not fun. I think Discord's the way to go. There, there is this new web, like new website I heard about called Melon, but I think you have to pay for that one to do like multiple stuff. The Discord, I was totally against that because it's something I haven't learned yet. And as you know, but you're against everything. You don't know tech, dude. <laughs> anything that I don't already know is terrible and awful, and I never want to try it. <laughs> um, like. It, it's the worst thing in the world. I don't like trying new things technology wise. Like if it takes me forever to learn a new phone. Oh yeah. And that's why I keep the same phone for like four or five years at a time. It takes um, you forever to turn on your PlayStation. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, like the discord thing. I was like, I don't know. And then I opened it up and there were so many buttons and different things. And I'm like, this is my nightmare. Like this is just <laughs> terrible, and now I use it like even outside of this. It's kind of nice. Yeah, cause cause it's so much easier. Like you don't really have to call people. I mean, you can you have the option to call people, but like you just wait there. <laughs> yeah, like like for this this show right here. Like I don't do a personal call with with Mark. I just we have a specific room that I just yeah. go on, and it's like, hey, I'm in the room. Whenever you're ready, show up to the room, and and uh, we'll get ready yeah. to start. And uh, it's because I even figured it's easier if we ever want to have a guest or anything like that or just have someone hop in at some point instead of, like, doing a Skype thing and, like, texting them separate and waiting until they're ready and then, like, trying to call them and wait for that. It's just like, all right, we're going to talk. And when they pop on, just, like, click on the thing and they'll be ready. And then – and plus the sharing – this screen share thing is so much easier. Like, if you want to watch stuff, movies or whatever together – yeah or just it, it's so much better uh you say he's a guitar guy what about all the audio changes and having to use mixer and lots of tech stuff guessing the yeah i'm the tech guy mark doesn't know much about that he he finally he just mentioned a couple minutes ago you finally organized your pedal board yeah that was a miracle uh but that's in the guitar realm, so I can I can handle that. Sort of. <laughs> Sometimes you're still like, where do I plug this? Yeah. You're like, what's my... Well, F-? that depends on the pre-show. That's true, too. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's it's he, he's he got the guitar stuff down pretty well. But uh, aside from that, some, sometimes I still have to assist him to plug things in. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, so, I guess... To move on to an actual topic, <laughs> the uh, the only thing that I found trying to look for a topic today, or just throughout the week, because not much happened this week at all. I think we'll have some stuff to talk about next weekend, maybe, because uh, I got some things going on this week. But uh, the only thing I could really find was, so I was I was looking on all these different these different uh, music websites to just try to find any type of oh, like yeah. music news or I even looked on just like random news entertainment websites just to try to see like if there's anything to talk about. And I, yeah. I guess nothing happened this week. I don't know. 
I couldn't find anything. The only headline that caught my attention because I saw it on like f- four or five different music websites was was Alec Lifeson did this interview. Alec from a uh, from Rush, the band, the guitar player from Rush. He did this interview, and I guess people are asking about if uh, Rush is still a thing and if they're going to come out and and be a band and I guess make new music or whatever. First of all, Neil Peart, the drummer, died. What was it like five or six years ago? And um, no, like last year. Last year. Why do I feel like it was longer? I don't know. Uh, but regardless, it, it was more than a year ago. I don't know why this is coming up now, but second of all, that was, I feel like this is one of the bands where that wasn't even a thought in my mind. Like after he died, it's pretty much like rush is done. Like I didn't think, I didn't think for a second, like, Oh, I wonder who's going to play drums next. Or I hope rush is going to keep going after this. I feel like they're one of the few bands that first of all, never had another member in their band. It's always just been them three. Yeah, like even even the like a question about it. Yeah, even the huge bands that don't change members, like ACDC and Aerosmith, have had a different member before. Yeah, Joe Perry's left for a minute. Yeah, Brad's left for a minute. Yeah, Brian Johnson left for a minute recently. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Scott left for a long time. He still hasn't made it back. We're waiting for him to come back. (laughs) Like I feel like Rush is probably the only rock band in the world that hasn't had its different member yeah because like and yeah i would think besides them aerosmith is probably one of the most consistent ones but even them yeah 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 like i i don't i can't think off the top of my head another rock band that hasn't had another member and like but even on top of that like neil neil was such a unique asset to the band and such a yeah like you can't really even replace him even if you wanted to i the only drummer that comes to mind that could maybe like play his stuff would be uh what the heck's his name yeah yeah mike portnoy from from dream theater would like kind of has that same style and i think he could do it but it still wouldn't be the same like that wasn't after he died it's like it was sad and it's like this sucks and it's horrible but i was just like that's it for rush yeah and so i don't know because i didn't really read the articles i just kind of saw the interviews and people are asking and he's like no rush is dumb we're not coming back i'm like who's who's thinking rush is gonna come back like what is what's gonna happen yeah like i that's so weird i could like why would anyone even comment that or or whatever like uh, rush whenever the okay and that kind of leads into the thing, but like when Rush said, they didn't even say farewell tour. Cause you know, most bands cash in on the farewell tour name or whatever. Yeah. I Everyone, says they're, they're coming back. No drummer. They're, no ju- they're just going to be called Russ. Russ. <laughs> hey, uh, well, you know, that's, uh, uh, what was, oh, what was it? John Rutsey. Never mind. John Rutsey was the original drummer. Anyways. Um, uh, yeah, like bands usually cash in on it. Like Ozzy mm-hmm. did two, three retirements now. He's on his third retirement tour right now. Kiss is has done two. Um, like all these bands, and they make tons of money on it. But Rush, they were like pretty vague about it. They were like, um, "We're not sure." You know, come to if you were going to come see us, anyways, come see us. 
if you weren't maybe come see us anyways because like we're we're not sure we're like we we're pretty sure we're not going to play anymore but we're not going to promise you anything yeah they're like i can respect that that i can respect that though instead of doing instead of doing the whole goodbye tour and then come back three years later and goodbye because they're they're very level-headed people and it's just like we're getting old we like yeah. doing this, but you know, maybe we'll be tired after this and we won't want to, but maybe we'll decide in three or four years we want to come back. And so instead, yeah, yeah I, I like that. Instead of making a whole big, like, goodbye, we're never playing again, come see us now so we can take your money and then we'll come back again. Blowing up a contract. But, yeah, instead of, instead of signing a contract and blowing it up, uh, they're just like, yeah, you know, uh, you should probably see us just in case if, if you want to see us. That tour ended. And Neil was Neil was still around for a couple year a few years, and they never played with the idea of doing it again. Like it ended up being where like yeah they're actually done, but none of the fans knew he had cancer. Yeah, like nobody knew. And like, that could that could have been part of it too, because yeah, because the band knew. Maybe they're just like that could have been the big thing. Is like we don't know what's going to happen with Neil, but they didn't want to say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, like because he's extremely private, extremely, yeah. extremely private. Like he gets super embarrassed and he doesn't do meet and greets, not out of it, like being, you know, a jerk or whatever. He just like he gets super uncomfortable with people like putting him up on this high, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, he's just like, I just I write lyrics and play drums. He's like, I don't I'm just I, don't, I play music. I don't like save the world or nothing like that. Um, so he's very grounded and all of them are yeah i would i would love to meet those guys yeah they, they all seem like really cool level-headed it dudes. wouldn't be like kevin cronin <laughs> you want to talk about it no um so yeah it was it's a thing apparently because this interview happened today i think or at least they published it today i don't know why i don't know if it's the anniversary of neil Peart's death or why it came out today but Apparently, it's a topic on people's minds for some reason. I feel like it's a weird subject because I've kind of just figured, like, you can't replace any of them, really. It's just, it's only three guys, first of all. Like, it's it's not a four or five piece band. It's three dudes, and they're all, they've all been best friends forever. It's like, it's not just a band where they're doing it, they're just doing it for the money or they're just doing it because they're yeah. in the band or whatever. Like, they've been best friends. They've always been best friends. They haven't really... There hasn't really ever been any drama between them, and uh, at least nothing public. And uh, yeah, after he died, to me, I just figured like, shoot, like this is horrible. It's sad. It sucks. And Rush is done. But you know, that's what it is. But apparently, people are thinking uh, maybe Rush is coming back. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Uh, he he did, however, say that him and and Getty Lee will. He'll write some music. Yeah, he yeah. said probably at some point we'll write together because, like I said, they're still best friends and they're still really close and they talk all the time. And yeah. they'll probably come out with something together at some point, but it's not going to be under the name of Rush. It's just going to be no. either a solo name, maybe I another band. I don't know. With the idea of Getty Lifeson. Yeah. Or something, something goofy. Yeah, like that's it, what they are. yeah, they're goofy. Yeah, like it might be a, a completely different band or a different name, but it's just right now, like. I mean, that's a hard thing. People just think about, like, just because someone's famous, it's like they they owe you something. It's like, 
Yeah. Well, like, this, this is Rush. They can't just, they're too talented. They can't stop making its music. It's like, this is a hard loss. I mean, th- these people were best that friends. Their, they talk, friend. yeah, they talk all the time. They yeah. hang out all the time. And I, I don't know if they ever announced, I didn't look too much into it. I don't know if they ever announced like how long he was going through this whole thing or whatever, but it was definitely longer than the public knew about it. And oh, yeah. it, it, they've, it's probably something they struggled with forever. And it's it's a hard thing to just come back and be like, well, let's just keep writing songs. It's like public didn't know about it until the day he died. Yeah, it, actually, like, the day after he died. It's it's a hard loss. Like you can't yeah. just expect them to come back and like nothing happened. Yeah, it's one thing for bands, a band like Motley Crue, where they used to they be, be yeah, they used to be best friends, and now they all hate each other, and they're saying it for the money. Mm-hmm. And sure, like maybe someone dies, and they could figure it out because nobody cares anymore. But like. This was like a tight knit group that split everything completely down the middle. They yeah, talk and they talk that, every day. They were best friends. It's like that's you, another thing. Yeah. That's another thing too. Back in the early seventies, they were like, Oh, wait, people are actually buying our records. Uh okay, let's uh we gotta make some kind of contract, something like that. And they were like, Nah. They're like, All right, split through ways, anything we make, band keeps. That's an important part. Anything, yeah. that the band, anything that the band makes split three ways doesn't matter who wrote it rush wrote it and they kept that until the very last show and that's a big part of probably what kept him just being the three of them without any issues too is because no arguments because bands get they get too involved in in who wrote what and who gets what percentage of what and <laughs> and who gets <laughs> who gets a percentage of what song and who did the lyrics and the and that when you get like too involved in the money, Marcus, just a pickle. Why are you struggling? <laughs> when you get too involved in the money, like that, that's when bands fall apart. But these guys from the beginning was just like, we're just play everything down the middle. And, uh, I think that's probably the best way to go, to be honest. Probably and so. cause we, we even did that for a second when we, when we started, mm, uh, the original draft of, yeah. When we, uh, when we were officially publishing all of our, our songs for the first album, we kind of came out with like writing songwriting sheets and who gets what and what percentage of what. 30%. And... and I do, technically, I still have the contract. So if I want to hold that to you, I could. <laughs> but I think after a certain point, at least I think Mark's on the same page as me. I, I think it's just better just to split everything three ways or four ways or however many people we have in the band. I don't know. But... <laughs> But uh, like this second album, I think I don't imagine we're gonna do that again. I don't know. Oh, by I, this time we all have lawyers. Although I says I deserve an eighty percent cut, which I agree. <laughs> Just because. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just for dealing with all your BS. Yeah, I got a lot of it. So. uh Aside from that, I saw that that uh that Alex here is working. He's working on a, a or I think he already recorded it. He's doing a a cover. No, not a cover. He's doing a collaboration with with uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. I guess he Tom is coming out with a solo album, which me and Mark are not a big fan of. 
first let me let me say that i will go on the record and i do not care if anybody pulls this up later on and uh, ask me about it i will stand by this 100 i think that band absolutely sucks and i do not believe he's an actual guitar player i i will uh somewhat agree he seems like he seems like a great guy very nice Mm -hmm. seems like a great dude i think he knows how to play guitar i just don't like the way he does it that's probably a better way of saying uh kirk hammett however i don't think knows how to play guitar (laughs) The the amount of years he's been playing guitar and for being one of the biggest bands in the world baffles me but but so so alex guitar player from rush again is uh well okay Tom Morello was coming out with a solo album with a bunch of like guest appearances or whatever. Similar to us. I think he got inspiration. Um, so Alex and Kirk are both playing, I think, on the same song together. Which to me is really weird because they're, it's just it's two completely different. I mean, so, so Alex said he, he's, he tried a lot of different things, not just like a rock style. Because, you know, obviously he's... Yeah. Oh, he's... he's uh, he knows every chord yeah. in the book. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously, he he's very, very experienced in every, any type of genre that you could possibly play guitar in. But he said he he's st- kind of strayed from just doing, like, the, the rock stuff he's known for and, and kind of tried yeah. a lot of different things, which is cool. But just him playing him playing with Tom Morello and, and Kirk Hammett in the That's same... So random. It, it's random, and it's weird, and I don't imagine it coming out very well but maybe it will i don't know i just thought it was a weird article and a weird headline that uh yeah i don't really care to listen to that yeah i was gonna say it like it was it's kind of cool but i'm also not really interested in in i'm not really necessarily looking forward to it coming out like no. i'm just kind of like yeah you know yeah i don't know some of those super groups are a little strange la rats only rats. I, st- I dude. I tried watching that movie. Oh, is that a movie? What movie? Well, it's be- it's for a movie. Oh, I oh, the the uh, oh, did it come out? The the, uh, Le- yeah, the one with Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay, I didn't know it came out already. Um, yeah, I I tried watching it. I made it twenty minutes. So you you try it and see how far you get. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it. Does it have to do with the song, or it's just the movie wasn't good? No, it's, uh, it it's just like Liam Neeson used to be such a great actor. Now he's like trying to be Jason Statham, where it's <laughs> like these action movies, these like throwaway action movies. Yeah, you know, I don't. It's weird. Like, there's one scene where people are talking crap and all that, and all of a sudden a hand pops up out of nowhere and he catches something that someone was throwing. It's like really. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, all, all those cliche shots. Yeah, exactly. All the impossibles. Um, all right, well, we've been going about an hour and a half, which lately we've been we've been pushing the two-hour mark, but like I yeah. said, we don't have too much topics tonight, so unless you have anything else, also because I really have to go bathroom. Me too. Uh, I, think, I think we might just call it slightly early tonight. Yeah. It was solid for having absolutely nothing to talk about. It was pretty good. I mean, we mostly just talked about ourselves, which I think we're good at. Well, we're really good at Because we're narcissistic and conceited. Because, you know, we're in a band, so. Why not? 
I said, I can't believe this podcast supports the defamation of Jason Statham. I'm protesting. <laughs> no, not necessarily. We're not. He's we're he's not great at those type of movies. We're not talking about him. We're 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 supporting the defamation of Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Well, actually, Mark is because I haven't seen the movie yet. So I'm well, I'm borderline. I am I am middle ground right now. Until I see the movie, maybe next week I'll I'll support the defamation of Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but hey, remember next week, Bud Light Platinum. Everybody listening. Everybody. Everybody grab a Bud Light Platinum. Put it in your fridge. Save it for a week. You got to remind me because I'm going to forget, but I'll get some if you remind me. Uh, that's it for tonight. I think we did all right. I mean, it's it was. I give it a solid three and a half. I'm happy we at least made it an hour. I was I was a little worried. Uh, I was kind of surprised when it took us like 35 minutes just to say what we're drinking. So that was cool. That was a good start. We we pushed it. It's all good. Next week, I think we'll have a lot to talk about because I'm going to have a busy week this week. So I, uh, we'll probably have some things. And then uh, I think the next few weeks we might have some good stuff because we have some – we have our our huge rehearsal coming up. Yeah. And then we got some shows. And then we got our – big writing sessions to finish the album and then we got the recording studio so it's gonna be busy we're gonna have we're gonna have some topics one positive thing about having a small crowd on this thing is we can tell you guys all our secrets that's true too before we announce it as the band it's cool yes did we announce any secrets today i mean i guess we said we're recording but i don't know if that's a secret yeah Yeah. we didn't give a release date you guys will usually hear the the announcements before the announcements. <laughs> well, yeah, th- that, that's a good point. See, that's why you should watch this show because this is where we this is where we uh, we do all the first announcements for any band things. We, yeah, we tell all the secrets here because for one, no one's watching, so no one could spread the rumors. <laughs> for two, we drink, so it's like screw it, let's just say it. Yeah. For three, because we need something to talk about, so it's like let's. That's one of our topics. If you if you're interested in knowing the details before all of our other tens of fans, watch Cold Ones, and you'll you'll get the first scoop. Breakoutmusic.tv, by the way, we we did an interview uh, uh, about a month ago with Electric Hound. They gave us an exclusive on that interview. Oh yeah, that's right. About a cover they're working on. A Motorhead song. Yeah, Electric Hound. Maybe I'm not even supposed to say it, but they said it first, so I'm allowed to say it. Well, it's on there. It's out. It's out. It's it's on, it's, it's on the website. I'm saying it here. Electric Hound is doing a Motorhead cover. I think they said what song, too, but I forgot which one it was. I know they actually... Oh, yeah. No, they did. They did. I, th- I think hey. they did. I forgot which one it was. It definitely was not like Ace of Spades no, or one of like the cliche ones, but that was kind of cool. Yeah. We got all the exclusives yeah. here on breakoutmusic.tv. If you're interested in uh, the Up to Date with Leather Duchess, which is us, or other bands, we have a Madison Hatter coming on in a couple weeks. Yeah. On our, on our cool. Not on this show, but we're going to do another off the stage finally. Uh, she'll be here. We got to do some research and uh, find out some good questions. We got we to gotta get the inside scoop on her. Yeah. 
Um, aside from that, thanks everyone for watching. Thanks for the raids. Thanks Ice for hanging out and chatting. Spider, Majin, everybody else that said hi. Wait, is that Spider from School of Rock? No, that would be cool. Dude, I told you this the other day, but in case anyone else didn't know, the drummer on School oh, of Rock man. recently passed away. I, what's his name? Because I said Zach Attack, but that's a guitar player's name. No, that's a guitar player. He um, was, uh, I, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, the, the the drummer, whatever his name was, I'm sorry, I forgot. I guess he, he likes to do like those super early morning bike rides, like two or three in the morning. And he was doing one of those and he got ran over by a car. And uh, he was 30 years old. Tyler's wow. 30 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. He he was thirty. He's he's gone. Jack Black that's did crazy. a did a whole that, uh, that movie was huge for me. It, it was it was huge for a lot of people. Yeah, and Jack Black did a did a whole post about it. You know, oh, wow. a, a sad thing, and it's yeah, it sucks, man. Because yeah. they were even talking about um, a while back. They did they did like a School of yeah. Rock reunion show. Yeah, and I think they're gonna they're gonna do one like every few years or something like that. And uh, wow probably not now it's it sucks it's sad and i think he was in a band too he was doing some because i i think before that he was only an actor and he didn't really know how to play drums and he kind of learned for the movie and then after that he just fell in love and started drumming and i think he started doing some band stuff but yeah anyway well this one is dedicated to him he's dedicated to him sorry to end on a on a sad note but uh (laughs) no Next week, we're drinking Bud Light Platinum. At least one. I always got to go back to Miller Light during the show at some point, but I'll have at least one. And uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Thanks right. for hanging out. We'll see you next week. Episode 20. It'll be special, maybe. We'll have a topic. We'll have a topic. Oh, we have an outro this time, too. Ooh. We're supposed to have an outro every time. Like I'm supposed to end on the home on the main screen and do the, do the theme song, but I always forget, and I just click end. But this time, I set it up specifically, so I'll at least remember tonight. Next week, I'll probably forget. But thanks for watching. If you want more, check out BreakoutMusic.tv. If you're a, a music fan, or if you're if you're in a band, or if you're a fan, either one, and you have an idea for a show or an interview that you want to do or anything like that, if you want to help yeah. support your local music from any state, Send us a message and and we'll get you on the website and we'll hit we'll set you up with a live stream show. And or pre-recorded if that's what you're into, you know whatever. Uh, we're always looking for more because it's just us right now and it kind of sucks. We want we want some friends and family involved. Lonely. It's lonely here. It's not supposed to be just us, but it is. But uh, have a good night, everyone. We'll see you next week.